one. Welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast, a.k.a. Kilgallen's Pub. We have a great podcast in store for everyone today. But as always, I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for checking out this podcast. Big shout out to the Patreon subscribers. Uh, those of you already uh, joined up to the Patreon, you'll notice that I posted a really cool video today of me playing RBI baseball and just talking shit with you. I'm calling it like stuff to watch from the toilet. You know, you're on the toilet, pop it on, get a little entertainment. It's 25 minutes long. You don't need to sit in for, on the shitter for 25 minutes watching me play a video game from 1987. But I think it'd be pretty fun for you. Also, a good friend of the podcast, AEW star wrestler Colt Cabana hit me up because he saw that I did this and said, dude, me and you got to play some RBA baseball. Let's, let's figure out a way to play online, in person, whatever. So be on the lookout for that. Colt Cabana is basically in. He's... He's, he's thrown down a challenge. I think he's already talking shit, thinking he's going to dominate me in RBI baseball. Little does he know, I'm a master. So a couple little bits of nuggets for you guys right there. And um, without further ado, let's get into today's podcast, everybody. I've got a very uh, hilarious guest, uh, one of the best comedians in the city of Chicago, a rising TikTok star. We're going to get to that shit. <laughs> there he is laughing. Let's bring him on, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, the one and only Joe Fernandez. What up there, Joey? How's it going, Joe? Rising TikTok star Fernandez. Yeah, dude. I want to talk all about TikTok. Joe Fernandez has been putting in the work on TikTok. And I, if I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing your praises. I've been loving what you're doing. I'm a big fan yeah. of it. I, you make me feel lazy because even though I'm very active on TikTok, I'm basically just posting old clips. Not well, nearly as difficult you as you creating. Though. Like, that's different. You have two kids. So that makes it hard for you to be, like, trying to fuck edit and, like, do multiple shoots. Like, Lebo is the same thing, where it's like, you have to, you kind of have to keep it a little more simple, because you can't be like, like, I can run around my apartment all day and set shots up and do whatever, you know, I don't have kids to worry about and all this shit, so it makes it a little bit easier to do, you know, whatever, like, more, like that dance video I did or whatever. No, you've, so, yeah, your stuff's hilarious, I, I definitely recommend everyone follow Joe Fernandez, Joe Fernandez Comedian. Now is Comedian, because the other one got banned. Uh, that's what I want to talk about with you. <laughs> Let's first talk about the video that got you banned. I might ask you to send that to me. So if when I put the YouTube clip up, I'll post that there. But who knows? Maybe I'll get trolled on YouTube. I don't even know why I want to risk it. That's why. It, it, but there's no nudity in it, I don't think. So there's a big challenge going around <laughs> that I'm sure everyone on the planet has now seen. It got TikTok's huge. It's got the most eyeballs going right now. It's the fastest growing social media website. I don't know if it has more users than, say, Twitter or Facebook. Definitely not more than Facebook, but it's it's big. It's very big right now. And there was a challenge called the Busset Challenge, based off of a, a Meg the Stallion song, I believe. I think so, yeah. I'm at the point now where any song that's sexual and I don't know the name of it or who sings it, I'm assuming it's Meg the Stallion <laughs> or Cardi B. And some sometimes it's them together. Yeah, and I'm. I'm a, I'm into it all because when I was growing up, it was Foxy Brown, you know, so just you got to roll with the times, everybody. We Fox get older, but you don't remember Foxy Brown? Oh, Foxy Brown. I think I said Stoxy Brown. And I was like, who the hell is Stoxy Brown? Well, why the fuck would I say Stoxy Brown? <laughs> That's why I was wondering. And then who else? There was Lil' Kim. Mm-hmm. I said Lil' Kim, not Lil' Tim. Joe Fernandez. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's always going to be these sexual icons. Who was the one for a while that everyone was really into? That, but then people were like, oh, she actually sucks. Nicki uh, Minaj. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. And Nicki I, Minaj I, was big. I was slow on a riff I had when you said Little Kim, and I was going to say like Tiny Tim or something, but I'm so hungover that I couldn't even get anywhere close to having it come out. 
Yeah, just to let everyone know, we are recording this in the afternoon on a Tuesday. We normally do it. I normally do my podcast at night. I've got the, both my sons napping. I'm hoping to get a good hour in for everybody. And uh, anyway, so back to the TikTok. Yeah. The the bus the bus it challenge. I, I was I thought it was busted first. I couldn't understand it. But, I don't know either. So, if it was busted or busted. I have no idea. So. So it shows women. They're dressed down a little bit, right? And then the beginning is like. I think my butt getting big and then it like <laughs> drops. Let <laughs> oh, that be the rest of the podcast is us. We should sing Meg Thee Stallion songs throughout the podcast and have it sound as lame as it possibly could. I really, I'm, I, when I break down pop music, especially in like the hip hop genre, I do sound very, very fucking old and white and yeah. lame. Um, I think what they do is they, they're complaining about their buttocks being too large. <laughs> and I'm not sure if this is a good thing. But anyway, so yeah, they go, my butt's too, getting too big. And then they, they drop down, they do like that, bam, like, you know. And so they're like on their hands around the knees and they're kind of like bounced a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, it's from the side. So it's showing, hey, look at this ass, look at the hips. Mm-hmm. By the way, I think every woman's butt looks good from that angle. From the like side, bouncing down, yeah. Yeah, side, almost like reverse cowgirl, but when they're like on the feet, you know, we've all had, look, we're adults here listening to this podcast, most people. We've all made love where the woman is on top, you know, and sometimes they're on the knees doing it and other times they're feet and they're kind of doing it that way, right? So that's what in this dance is, they're kind of like doing a catcher squat, bouncing a little. It's, it's like on the back of a motorcycle. As long as you're in all right or decent shape, but not even your ass is going to look good on the back of a motorcycle. I've yeah. never seen a woman whose butt didn't look good. And I think this is the, the same back of the motorcycle. Should, that You could have just done it right then with that instead of going with it. It's like a sideways reverse cowgirl where she's kind of her ankles. We all know what feet look like, right? <laughs> I like my way better. Okay. <laughs> You're right. I, I went around the block when I could just cross the street. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So, you decided to have fun with that trend, which is a great way to blow up on TikTok because trending videos get seen there. They really do. Yeah. And if you're using the right hashtags, your shit's going to get shown. You then cut from the whole, my butt's getting big <laughs> to doing, you, let me, I'll let you explain it. It was just, it was Buffalo Bill doing the Busset Challenge. So it was just me kind of dancing in my regular clothes and then it cuts and hits the music. And it's, I mean, do people know this trend? I wouldn't know it if I weren't on TikTok. I think it's gotten around enough, or I'm hoping people would recognize the trend. Uh, but more importantly, dudes, does everyone know who Buffalo Bill is? This is Silence of the Lambs. But see, in um, that movie, that movie was like one of three movies to ever win, like sweep the Oscars. I feel like that's a movie that is like transcendental, right? It doesn't matter that it was from early 90s. Like Hannibal Lecter is you one know, of the most famous, I think he was like the number one AFI like movie villain of all time or something. You know? That's true, but... St- but you never know. You never know. Sometimes you have to remind people that basically the Buffalo Bills, you tuck, you're a man, you're tucking your junk behind your legs to make it look like you have a vagina, which, by the way, is kind of painful. It's not a comfortable thing to do to your twig and berries. You know what I yeah. mean? Or your, or your, which, your by log the way, none of which I, what? Or your log and walnuts instead of twig and berries. Say nothing twig about this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? This is a, this Come on, is a, dude. All right. This is an afternoon podcast if there ever was one. I can't get really my Tiny was. Tim reference out. <laughs> oh, slightly man. homophobic in the beginning. Then I got, um, you know, boastful about my penis. You know, I, but I couldn't, I couldn't have spit out a riff about Tiny Tim, you know. So what are we doing? 
And, but it's just it's worth, yeah. Well, I, but basically, I, I the I don't even, is that it is a thing where now I don't even know if it's a, is it offensive to say mangina because that is what the term is that offensive? I don't know. I don't think so. And just for the transcript as well, for when we're both huge network stars, <laughs> this is like get dug up. We're being curious. We're asking if it yeah. is offensive, then uh, we'll fix our language. Or yeah. maybe we won't. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll be maybe we'll be on the a sitcom on OAN, and it'll be totally fine. Oh yeah, definitely. That, is it I don't even know. Does that, I don't know what you just said there, but is the net was that OAN, which is a big like uh, super far right network? Is that even like on regular cable packages? I don't know where you get it. I don't know where people find it. I feel like it's on a four chan network or something. Like, News Max is another one. Yeah, have you seen the clip of? Um, uh, the dude from My Pillow, when he starts talking about Dominion machines on either OAN or Newsmax, and the newscasters immediately are like, "Nope, we can't say that because they're they're all going to get sued by them." You know, it's so funny watching them have to be like, "Okay, we have to take some responsibility finally for making up bullshit." It's really great. I recommend that video well, and my Buffalo Bill video. Yeah, <laughs> you posted the Buffalo Bill one on Instagram, though, right? It's on there. Well, but that was is with wherever I guess the nudity was covered up with the band. I guess maybe there were pubes showing or something, but barely if they were. I feel, and also, are pubes nudity? Tear, right? I'm yeah, yes <laughs> and no. Though. Yeah, I felt you wanting to just say no straight up, but you're you're being diplomatic and being like. <sighs> Well, I, cause at first I thought, no, my instinct was no pubes are not nudity. And then I thought to myself, like, uh, I remember if, if a woman was wearing like a low cut bikini and pubes were coming out the top, I would probably think that's inappropriate, right? A little bit, even though I wouldn't, I would never narc on it. That's why I don't get, who are these people narking? The TikTok must have like a thing in their algorithm where videos get reviewed right away because I've had videos where the sound has gotten cut. Um, then they were straight up said we took the whole video down, but they've said you said a couple of the words you couldn't say, and it got cut. I did, posted did they a video give you an trying explanation? to hide. Do, do do I ask for an explanation? I have not. They just go, here's our community guidelines. Check it out. Um, I I don't know. There's a few times where if, if I ever got a back and forth with them, I feel like I'd be like, dudes, or who's ever running this account, you have to understand that guys like me and Fernandez, dudes in our mid thirties. We're scrolling and we're seeing 19 to 20 year old girls. Sometimes I feel like even younger uh, doing dances. The one big dance I'm seeing people do is where the guy's talking about pulling out and like coming all over the girl's chest. He doesn't say exactly that. He goes, I says that then I busted all over her, her chest or something. Yeah. And the, the girls are doing a dance where they're like taking it like they're loving it. And I'm like, what? what? That's okay. It's but when so I have. And then I posted the, a clip of uh, Nolan Rafferty, our, our guy from Galway Bay Pub. Uh, it was a throwback from the podcast a couple of years ago when we did the live one-year anniversary show of the podcast of Nolan telling a joke in which he says, how do you get a dog to stop uh, up in your leg? Yeah. He said, pick it up and suck its dick, um, which is, of course, gross. But it's also, that's the point of the joke. It's a, it's a gross-out joke, but it's also funny. What I'm- I posted that. Got, it got next. What I'm finding though, people, so I posted something the other day to make fun of their, I, I go after them whenever this happens and I'm posting a vengeance video either tomorrow or Thursday. That'll probably get me banned again, but it'll be a video that explicitly talks about TikTok sucking ass. Um, for the very reasons you say, by the way, it's like, 
So sexualizing very young people, you guys, your algorithm doesn't pick up on that at all, but it picks up on someone saying dick. What I've seen people doing, because something I posted the other day is like, why is this okay? It's a woman who's doing a video like when a guy sends you a dick pic and she's like, uh, versus when he sends you a nut video. Do you know what a nut video is? No. I just found out what this was. Is that, is that what I think it is though? <laughs> yeah, probably. You take a guess at it and then I'll tell you if it's right or not. It sounds like it would be a video that a guy is sending to a woman of him nutting. And is the that best what it is? part, yeah, the best part is she goes, it was uh, me when he sent a dick pic, and it's her like, uh, and then it's like verse when he sent me a video of him nutting with the sound on, and then it's like, oh my, like I guess that's a th women are like really into getting videos of dudes nutting. Apparently, that's the thing I've been seeing on Twitter, and this woman put I, it on TikTok, and it's fucking viral. And on top of which, she put it on TikTok, but it's okay because she spelled dick with an exclamation point for the I, and the nuts is a peanut. So, you know, that makes yes, a difference. I, I've picked up on that. A lot of the TikTok, the people on TikTok who are active, like, there's ways to go around it. Like, sex, they'll spell, like, S-E-G-G-S, like, sex, or something like that, but everyone knows. Or they use, instead of pussy, they use the kitty cat emoji and all this other kind of stuff. And it's like... I know they're trying to cast a wide net TikTok. They go, we want everyone from 12 to 80 using this site or using this app. It gets to the point where I'm like, I just create a filter then. And maybe, yeah, you know, right. they control, you know, like why, why are we acting like we can't say these obvious words? And that's, by the way, I want to address this. You heard on Twitter, women like getting videos sent to them of dudes. Well, not dating. unsolicited. Not like, oh, no, no, no. No, not like just, you know, on a random Thursday from your mailman, but like, uh, you know, like if you're seeing someone like there was, and it's weird because there was a girl I was seeing last year who wanted videos like that or like pictures like that. I'd never sent, there's only one girl I've ever sent dick pics to. And it was this girl. Cause she just liked videos of it after the fact, you know what I mean? So we, I, it, but I guess what, what do you mean after? like after coming, not like just a dick just sitting there. It was like, she had a very specific thing she wanted sent to her. So she wanted a picture of your, um, your, your man. And after he had just, you know, had had his fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause there is that moment briefly after where it's looking great. But then you wait a few moments after that. It's like, I'm exhausted. Bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, every, every, but it's, that's, uh, but you know, I didn't like that's, it's crazy that that also is on, TikTok though, and that exclamation point would make a difference for a child, apparently, according to their algorithm. You know, I know it's so stupid. I've, I've got some jokes where I'm like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post this. We'll see if it sticks, and it's, and it has. Yeah. And my latest joke about, I have a reference to Elmo. It, it's an innocent enough joke. Oh yeah. About how when we were growing up, Big Bird was the star of Sesame Street, and then Elmo became the star of Sesame Street. And in this, I make it seem like Elmo was a tyrant and he pushed Big Bird aside. But then I go, you can't deny Elmo's star power because, uh, you know, that Tickle Me Doll came out, everyone lost their minds. And I said that Elmo uh, makes pussies wet and dicks erect. And I, that's in there. I left that in there and it hasn't gotten flagged yet. I'm very thankful for that, uh, TikTok gods. But uh, well, I'm assuming he didn't tag Sesame Street in it, right? I do. I, I, you I hashtag, hashtag. I think I hashtag. No, I didn't hashtag Sesame Street. I <laughs> so 
But here's the other thing. If you do have 12-year-olds on your site, then it just has to be like, okay, explicit warning. Yeah. Like, you can't, I mean, it's just weird to be like, hey, we want to create anything and everything, but also here's the demographic specifically that you got to watch out for. And it's like, all right, well, then I'll create TikTok for adults. You know, like... That was- that would be huge. TikTok for 18 plus. That would be big. I'm sure then you'd... Because I mean, Twitter is It sounds is so pervy. Like, it's so weird. And here's the under 18 TikTok. Like, the people who are going to that one are the ones that you have to, like, fucking... Put on a... The amount of pedophiles list. that would have to be like, fuck, now I got to make an account and say I was born in fucking 2008. <laughs> oh, man. The creep... You ever think of... It? <laughs> this is so wrong, but it'd be really funny to do a sketch of, like, a pervert who's bad at math. So when they try to log on to like kids sites, they keep going, how old do I have to make myself to be 13? <laughs> Shit. Doing the 2009? Math. No, that can't be right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, how crazy. Yeah, dude, it, it took me a second to be like, whoa, yeah. If you're 14, you'd have been born in 2006. Here's a TikTok video I just saw. A guy, he did like a video of himself going to the liquor store. And the guy's like ID. And he goes to hand the ID and he hands it right back to him. And the guy's like, well, that was quick. He goes, well, yeah, you're birthday start with the 19th or your birth year start with the 19th oh damn yeah think about it if i if i hand you my id and all you have to do is see 19 is the start of when i was born you hand it right back because you know that's not someone born in the year 2000 is either just turned 21 or, st- or going to turn 21 this year yeah wow <sighs> we're, we're gonna be dead soon <laughs> <laughs> it's weird and it's even things like have you noticed this that when you see a sports record it's like hasn't been done since 2007 i'm like that wasn't that long ago and then you realize like Oh, that was 13 years ago. Like, you know, it's yeah. like it's been 13 years since that, which back when I was growing up, like, I remember, you know, in 2004, if they said it hadn't happened since, what's, why can I bet, 1991, I think that was so long ago. But now 13 years ago, it's like, oh, that wasn't that long ago. 2007, I remember everything that happened that year. And that, this was like, because when you were younger, you know, like, I don't know, does that make sense what I'm saying? No, it totally makes sense. Because, you know what? It's getting weird for me. The fact that I'm now older than most of my favorite professional athletes who are playing today. That's exactly what I was about to bring up too, that those college kids I'm watching, I'm like, oh, they're younger than me, but you're so used to seeing athletes as older than you. I don't think you ever grow out of that, right? You really don't. And you know what though? Here's a weird thing. And this could be like a status thing. I've been fortunate enough to hang out with some professional athletes and I've been older than a few of them. And they, in my brain, they're older than me even though I'm older than them. And I think it's because they have millions of dollars and I don't. <laughs> and, and they're famous and I'm not maybe. You know? I think it's also, like, you know what it is? I think too? of them. Because they're dealing with so much more shit, you just, uh, like, I think, I think it's because, A, you grew up with athletes always being older than you. Like, that's just the thing. And then on yeah, top I of I think which, you're right about that. Like, just the, the level of responsibility they have at the age of 22 being just, you know, like a Fernando Tatis or whoever you're 22 and like you're doing interviews every day. Like, like LeBron James at 18. I don't even know how he survived that. That's crazy. to think you're called the chosen one on sports illustrated. I'd have become an alcoholic and they'd have been, it'd have been like my 30 for 30 would have been me just on a bench somewhere. And they were like, he had all the talent, but couldn't handle the pressure. You know, definitely. Like, I mean, people I, who know me know that I'm Team Jordan on the "Who's the Greatest of All Time" debate. But when you really look at LeBron James, it is such a testament to what an amazing person he is—a great mother, 
um, good influences around him because you're right. It would have been so easy for someone that the sporting world, not just Sports Illustrated, was dubbing the the heir apparent to the title of the greatest player of all time and and the next big thing in sports. And he got a $90 million contract from Nike when he was 18. All of this, it would have been so like easy for him to have become a, a bad guy or to have gotten in a lot of trouble, like, you know, with women and drugs and not, not blaming women. I mean, opposite sex, whatever you're into, you know what I mean? Um, see, it's weird how we have to watch our words all the fucking time now. I'm going to be done with it though, because I imagine if you listen to this podcast enough, you, you know, I'm fucking sincere enough. Well, um, and also maybe, well, me because, think there'd be the, well, I was going to say maybe because we were talking about great. TikTok. Oh fuck. Is there a, maybe there's a lag or something on my end. I don't know. That's all right. I was going to say that uh, it would be funny, though, because I said, like, if he was in trouble with drugs or women, it would be funny if there was a superstar gay athlete where you're like, man, this guy can't stay away from the dicks. <laughs> he is just all over the place. He's just on every dude he comes across. Because yeah. you know? we're always used to the male athletes just right. having sex up and down the block with all the women they encounter. Yeah. Like, you know, doing the Tiger Woods bus full of Swedish women and just going to town. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it really is. Uh, he's he's amazing. LeBron James as a, as a person is just uh, a phenomenal human being, you know. And the but way he's about, been able to handle himself, right? Over. And you think about how you were. That's why all the time, whenever like either younger actors or athletes or whatever get into any kind of trouble when they're like twenty two or even at twenty five, uh, you know, I'm like, man, I was a jackass at that age. Of course, I'd say something fucked up, or there'd be footage of me drunk at a club. Like, of course, there would be. There would be of you too. Like, I, you know, it's it's crazy that people judge these, like, young kids with so much pressure on them as at... Like, did you see the thing from Ohio State? The kid who got people messaging him being like, you suck, uh, you deserve to die, all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know, that kid's like, what, 19 or something? Yeah, that, that was horrible. I, you know, they lose a big upset in the first round of March Madness to Oral Roberts, which is just a funny-sounding school. And, um... Dude, I had a girl give me an Oral Roberts the other night. It fucking was awesome. <laughs> the Oral Roberts is where you, you show a nut video of a girl, but like she's in the room while you're videotaping it. So it really makes no oh, that's sense. That's fun too. Yeah. We got to go back to that, by the way. I want to <laughs> add more to that, but it's a curious topic. Yeah, no, people, um, there's something about being in the public eye in general where people just kind of don't see you as human. Because that was his response to the Ohio State kid. He was like, I'm a human being. Do I deserve this? You know, you think about it all the time. I was. I was referencing uh, Bill Buckner the other day about, you know, that poor guy had a ground ball go through his legs and, you know, Steve Bartman, that incident with the Cubs in the 2003 playoffs. And there's just all these things where the people make mistakes and immediately everyone, they don't longer see you as a person. They see you as this thing that hurt them personally. We got to remember, it's not personal. They're doing their best out there. Uh, I mean, they're trying, you know, I mean, um, and, and you look, I understand. The only time I think it's ever okay to boo is if it's like a lack of effort. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's my only thing too. Yeah, I remember uh, you paid good money, huh? Because you paid good money right. for that ticket. It's, so you should run out to first base. Yes, exactly. Like if you don't run to first base, then that's a boo thing. Um, sure. But I remember, yeah, when Ken Giles, I think he blew Game Four of the World Series for the Astros back in 2017, and these fans on Twitter are going after him. I'm like, he's trying. What do you want from him? He's not trying to blow games. Do you think you being an asshole to him is going to make him suddenly fucking find his fastball again? Like, I don't get sports fans, man. I truly, and I am one. I love sports, but like the culture around it is fucking shitty. Like sports fans I agree, are, man. They're meaner I don't than, understand. 
Yeah, no, I don't understand these negative sports fans because, I mean, that's your team. Talk shit about the other team all you want, but that's your team. And furthermore, today's athletes, they're on social media. So if you're going to be tweeting and posting on all your social media platforms how much so-and-so sucks and they can't, you can't stand them and all that, guess what? These athletes talk. And the next time you want that big free agent and that free agent's like, yeah, I don't want to go to a fan base where when I fuck up one time, they're all up my ass. And they're hashtag and I suck and all this kind of stuff. And you might think, well, good. I don't want those guys on my team anyway. But guess what? Those guys, they're everyone now. That's the future. Because when social media, especially like Twitter, where you could tweet at the athletes, because that's what I think set Twitter apart initially. Famous people weren't engaging with people on Facebook. Twitter became a thing where it was like, oh, I'll just tweet out at someone and then this. And it becomes like a headline, you know, that made it so that these athletes were like, oh, cool. I can have my little press conferences on here and stuff. And then obviously we saw how sociopaths took it to a whole other direction, a whole other level. But I, I'm telling you, this new generation of athletes, they only know a world of social media. It's yeah. not, it, it was like the whole bridge, like, like LeBron is probably one of the last athletes that remembers life before it and then going through yeah. it. He's our age, 36. So I mean, he's our age, he's 27. Right. So like, you know. I remember, I remember um, when Twitter first was coming out, and I didn't understand why it was so popular, and I guess that's probably why, is because people... I remember the first time I ever heard of Twitter, no joke, was at halftime, Charlie Villanueva, I think, got in trouble for tweeting at halftime of the game, like, we gotta step it up. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Who's tweeting? And now, of course, that wouldn't even be that bizarre, I guess. But, like, um, the thing I hate about Twitter is what you're saying, is that it puts people... They think they're on an equal playing field with all these celebrities. It's like... Before Twitter, you had to earn your voice to be heard in public, you know? You had to get yeah. enough of a following to then have people want to hear what you have to say. But now it's like, if Twitter were around in the 60s, it'd be Martin Luther King Jr. And then any human can just go after it. Like, it's crazy to think about that just, like, people who don't deserve to be on the same platform as this person can now yell at them, tell them they suck, they're pieces of shit. Like, the whole, uh, oh, God, who was it? Remember that? What, what, like, what was the thing Craig Ferguson when he said he refused to go after Britney Spears? Everyone else was tearing her down too, and all that shit. Way back in the day. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't know that at the time, but there was a clip that went viral because of the whole free Britney movement. Mm-hmm. There's been Britney Spears documentary talking about how terrible the media was towards Britney Spears, and it, it really was. Yeah, you know, and yeah. So Craig Ferguson. First name's Craig, right? Um, Scottish late night host who was the late night host where James Cordron took his spot for a good 10 years, I want to say. He famously had a clip of back in the day where he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do jokes about her. I feel like this is a young woman who's probably struggling through some stuff. We forget she's 25. And yeah, I mean, it all goes back to what you said earlier. Like we have to remember these are human beings. When we're in our early 20s, we did dumb shit all the time. And some people will say, well, they're a role model. So we hold them to a higher standard. Sure, you should hold them to a higher standards. They get paid millions of dollars, supported by fans and all this kind of stuff. I understand that. You know, that's why we don't take lightly domestic violence. We don't take lightly anything, you know, sexual assault of any kind, of course. Um, but we don't, we shouldn't take that shit lightly regardless of your profession, right? Yeah. Um, so, but I also think that, you know, there's a human element there. And I think there should be empathy. Like you and I are expressing empathy to be like, man, when I was that age, I did dumb things. But in today's culture, I really think empathy is going away and it's going away for people who think they have it. That's what I think is the most alarming to me. People I know who would be like, oh, I have tons of empathy. I go, I can show you your last weeks of tweets that prove (laughs) the opposite. Because if you had any empathy at all, you would wait a second before being the latest person to jump down someone's throat for a mistake. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. 
but don't get me wrong. There's a lot of stuff out there where it's like, oh yeah, we that person deserves whatever they're getting. I mean, the, you see what's going on with Deshaun Watson right now. Yeah, a, a first woman came out and said like he. I don't know, shoved his dick into her back while or he, she was getting a personal massage and he did something totally inappropriate. And I remember seeing that being like, oh shit, okay. I didn't tweet about it. I didn't say anything about it because again, you don't know if it's accurate yet. I'm not saying don't believe the source. I, I, you know, I'm not saying don't believe women and shit, but again, let's calm down. Wait until it, yeah. Now it's, now it's 13 right. accusations. That's enough for me to be like, all right, well, there's smoke, there's fire. It's probably something scummy going on there that should be investigated and all that stuff. But I don't want to be the first. So many times I hear people be like, um, oh, well, I'm so glad the Bears didn't get him now. And I'm like, from that one accusation, you don't know. I mean, there's been Johnny Depp got accused of a bunch of shit. He turns out he was innocent of. It, it happens. But even in general, I just think there needs to be a little bit like, is this a bad person or did they have a bad moment? Now, yeah. Obviously, sexual assault a different story. Right. But there's plenty of other stuff where someone slips up and says something they didn't mean to say. Whether you know the world's moving fast and there's new language going all the time. Um, I will say know, there, there, like, there's in a weird way to tie this back to sport, the sports thing of people being so shitty about sports because Houstonians are so fucking insane, or Texans, I should say, in general are crazy about football. You know, and there was a slight part of me that it's like. Well, Watson said he wanted out of Houston. I, I like could see a Texan person being so crazy as like, let's ruin his reputation. Now, obviously, I don't believe that that's actually what's happening. But Texan sports fans, when it comes to football, they don't fuck around. Someone bought a billboard to say, keep Johnny Manziel in Texas to get the Texans to draft him way back. When he wasn't even good. Like, anyone who's objectively, it's like, that guy's not going to make it in pro football. But Texans are yeah. so fucking bananas that, like, there's there's a little part of it. It's like, I do wonder if this is some psycho lawyer who is mad Watson wants to leave. But then obviously more accusations came out and, you know, or more allegations. And I thought the same thing when I first heard about it because there's enough stuff, there's enough things going around in society today, sadly, where we're seeing evidence of this shit. Remember when um, shortly after, uh, it was in Minneapolis, um, shortly after, oh my God, Georgia... George Duck. Floyd. Yeah, George, Flo- George Floyd. Thank you, George Floyd. Yeah. My brain said George Foreman, and I'm like, that is not <laughs> It's not George Foreman. Uh, so- shortly after the George Floyd, um, you know, stuff came out, and um, there was an undercover cop who was knocking out windows at that auto zone. There's video of it where everyone's like, that. They, they figured out that it was an undercover cop that did that. So I, you know, want to put it past uh, people to believe. And just to state the record, which I've stated before, I, I'm not in the all cops are bad camp because I don't like being in the all anything is bad because I think that's completely ignorant and really against a greater cause. And then there needs to be reforms, of course, but I'm not I'm not in that shit. But anyway, um, I wouldn't put it past, though, to be like, I mean, there's been stories in the past. Um, I think there was a story in the 90s where they were going to cut the funding for the fire department in some city because they're like, well, we haven't had a fire in a long time. Technology's better where shit doesn't just light up if you put too many plugs into something. And we got a budget crunch. So let's take a little bit of money from the fire department, put it towards education or something. And then out of nowhere, a bunch of fires started popping up. And then the city was like, well, we can't cut the fire department. Guess who started the fires, Joe? The firefighters worked? Yes. So so you bring it. Yeah, you bringing up the whole uh, Houston sports fans going nuts over something doesn't really surprise me at all. You know? So um, hold on a second. Someone is up. It shouldn't be up right now. Um, I'm in the middle of a good point right now, son. All right. <laughs> just, just 
chill over there and play with your toys. Daddy's got work to do. You gotta go pee? Well, then the bathroom's open. You want apple juice then? Oh, could you go pee? I don't want you. Thank you. He tells me he's got to pee and then makes seven other requests. He's doing the pee dance. I got to go pee. And then also I want my apple juice. And also, could we get this video on? I'm like, all right, man, I'm working. I am I'm so glad I don't have kids. Ugh. I'm sure it's adorable. It's, I'm sure it's fun. But like, I, yeah. I, I, dude, it's the best. But sometimes it's like, oh, God, dude, just go take a nap. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that, and, you um, know, it's like... It's one of those, I just was talking with friends uh, the other night about how, like, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm good now, man. You know? I don't think I want another, like, I mean, it's easy, easier said than done. And every time I've ever said this, then immediately I meet someone who I'm like, oh, I really would like to be with that person. But uh, I'm good without a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I very am much, like, living alone these last two months. It's been everything is my time. At, I take an audition at, like, 5 a.m. on Saturday because it was like, okay, I'm up late. I don't have to worry about making noise for anybody. This is all, you know what I mean? Something that's like very refreshing about that. I, I may have ne never not lived with roommates or anything really, but. Well, yeah, living alone is nice. I had my own place for just a few months and I remember thoroughly walking in and kicking off the pants thinking this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'll say this though. Yes, you have a lot more freedom being a single person living alone. Um, and obviously you got to do you. I, I never wanted to be someone who pushes people into stuff. And when I say this, I feel like it's, I'm trying to say where I don't want people who don't have kids to feel bad or anything like that. I will say this though. It's a different, part of me feels like, oh, that's a bummer. They'll never experience the greatest love in the world. Yeah. Um, Cause listen, man, you, you divorce wives, you divorce husbands, you, you break up with partners. Um, but you, the love you have for a child is insane. And it's the greatest feeling like in the world. Um, you could talk to parents who've been parents for a week and they'll tell you, oh, I will give my life right now to save this thing I've known for a week. What like it's say? really an insane thing that you only can experience if you have a kid. And I'm not saying you people can't, people who don't have kids aren't fulfilled and aren't happy. I'm sure they super are. But I really, I mean, I, I can tell you from being someone who didn't have kids to someone who has kids, I've seen both sides of it. It's just an insanely great thing. You can still find a love that is unbelievable and everything like that. Um, see, I don't even like saying what I just said out loud because there might be someone listening who has made up their mind that they don't want to have kids and they might think I'm attacking. No, well, you I, do I, you. For me also though, what I'd say is that like, um, not everyone can feel that way though, right? Because there are people who just walk out on their kids and shit. So it's gotta be like yeah. pers the person. Those are so, that's true. <laughs> Those are sociopaths though, right? Yeah. Sociopaths can't feel anything at all. If you're a person who walks out on your family, I think there was something screwed up inside you anyway. I mean, maybe they're thinking, oh, I, they're better off without me and yeah. or something like that. But um, I don't know, man. There's just... I will say this too. And I don't know if it's because like, you know, because I, I had Zoe for like a year and a half, my dog who passed away about a year and a half ago, actually. And uh, it was kind of weird. I, there's, and this is like maybe, I don't know if there's like, fucked up thing to say or not, but it was like, oh, I cared about that dog more than I've cared about anything really. And then she died. And it's like, well, why put yourself in that position again anyway? Is that kind well, of I get that. Hold on. Careful. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just rolled off the dog, uh, which is funny because you're talking about a dog and I was going to be like, I have a dog as well. Um, and then my son rolled off of her, but she seems chill about it. So okay. she, she puts up with a laugh from these two. Your dog um, is chill, man. Your I, dog's great. 
Uh, she's a barker, but then she'll, she'll chill out. When she meets people, she just wants to know. Like mm. When people walk down the street in front of the house, she's barking out the window at them. Um, but, dude, no, I, I understand that, man. I totally understand that. Like, um, if I were to ever get divorced from my wife, I would never want to remarry. The remarry thing is strange to me. But then I guess people are like, oh, I want a second chance at love. So maybe it's the third time. When people get married a third time, I'm like, this isn't for those you. Are, yeah, no, really. Do? Those are people who I think – and that's one of those things where you kind of have to know who you are. Like I know I'd be divorced probably like five times if I'd gotten married when I was 22 for sure. Because, I mean, you have to make a lot of sacrifice for another person if you're going to be married. You can't just be bouncing around doing whatever you want. Like, you can't go to bars. You can't be like, – even doing shows has got to be hard. Is the kid doing all right? I mean, yeah, no, he's good. I just don't want to knock down this big toy over here. Um, helped himself to a donut. That's great. In a weird way, dude. I, 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 I love you, too. Can you hear him? Yeah. You can have a donut. That's okay. Here, let me hand it to me. I'm going to get it right back to you. I'm going to show the camera the donut you're talking about. have a donut? I'm, gonna, I'm not eating it. I'm just going to show the camera. Come on. It's a good, solid little chocolate donut. Oh, okay. There you go, pal. Enjoy. Okay. So um, it's not like a Dunkin' Donut. Anyhow, like I was saying, though, I, yeah, it's. I think you have to be clear in a, as an entertainer. Luckily, I met my wife before I got into comedy. So when I was getting into it, she was along for the beginning and she knew, you know, she knew what she was getting herself into. The, the relationships I always understand to fail are... Um, I remember a friend of ours, um, she heard my dog's barking up. She was talking about, you know, I started seeing this guy, but it didn't go past two or three weeks because I was, she was like, what are you doing Friday night? And I'm like, oh, I'm performing at the Laugh Factory. And he's like, oh, okay, what about Saturday? And it's like, Saturday I'm at Zany's or I'm at another club or another yeah. show. And then he's like, okay, what about the next weekend? And she's like, this is every weekend. This is my life. You right. know, I'm, if you want to meet up afterwards or come to the show or grab dinner beforehand, we could do that, but um, if you're not game for this, then we shouldn't take this any further because it's definitely not going to work out. And then I had another friend say something really funny where it's like, hey, asshole, I'm not asking you to go out Tuesdays at 7 o'clock because I know you have work the next day or Tuesday at 11 p.m. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm understanding you have a different schedule than me, so don't be a piece of shit about it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to make work. And I think you have to know yourself and be comfortable with yourself before you start – People don't – I came across something where it's like people work on so much to be good at it, but then they get into marriage and they don't like work at a marriage to be good at the marriage. Yeah. And I think we forget that, you know. Well, I mean I also – I like – I just can't get past like – like when I was in Nashville, I, it's weird. Your kids can't hear me, right? He can't hear you. No, I got the headphones I, on. I forgot that we started this off talking about, you know – Go get your apple juice and I'll give you one. Okay, I'll poke the hole in it for you. It's a Capri Sun. They're hard to do. Hey, you know what? I just realized I hid them from you. They're on the counter just to the right. You're going to need to get that stepping stool thing because I don't want you climbing on the counter. Um, hey, you know what, Joe? While I walk over there to do that, why don't you plug your social media contacts so they could follow okay. All right. Follow me on uh, TikTok at Joe Fernandez Comedian. Uh, Instagram is Joe Fernandez Comedy. I can't do it because I had started doing a show right now. That's what I'm just talking about. We were talking about busted nuts. Do y'all remember that? We were talking about uh, busted nut videos. Nut videos. All right. Good. Don't spill. Okay. And also, Joe Fernandez 84 on Twitter, Joe Fernandez Comedian on Facebook, and uh, JoeFernandezComedy.com. It'll be interesting. Were you, were you talking about your shit? No, uh, the only thing. Well, I, I wonder if I should just let you, I let you he listen back when uh, it comes to that part. 
hilarious. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you just said because I was switching the headphones wrong because I put them back on wrong. Um, All right, dude, we're, t- we're talking about um, some serious stuff. We were talking stuff about busted nuts to start off this podcast, and now we're talking about the value of having a family or not. If I could go back to some women enjoying watching men finish, we'll say classily, um, that doesn't surprise me that much because I remember when the Louis C.K. thing was going down, I had come across a few um, women who had told me, these are a few just friends, comedian friends, and then I was doing a bunch of shows on the road at the time, and I remember people bringing it up because it was it made national news, the whole yeah. Louis C.K. thing, and maybe they thought, oh, he's... They got the, almost the same hair color. Maybe he'll want to talk about Louis C.K. So people would come up <laughs> yeah. to me after shows. And some women would you know, be like in a group of couples, you know, like in some nice city like, uh, I don't know, a Cleveland or a Cincinnati. And they'd be like, I like watching him finish. Or I like what, you know, I like. They, they, and I was like, really? I was surprised how many women were saying like, yeah, they're into seeing that. And I remember being like, maybe Louis was just so used to women being into it. He thought he had the green light. <laughs> yeah. Dude, also, this is the story. Like, I was yeah. in some nice city, you know, like Cleveland or Cincinnati, which are like two cities that notoriously people dump on for being boring. See, look, Joe, that's the difference between me and you. I'm a pro, and I'd like to sell tickets like, in those no, towns. I like those towns. Whenever I'm hung out in Cincinnati and Cleveland, I've had a great time. Yeah, I do too. But what were you saying about Nashville? I just remembered you were mentioning you were, being in Na- you were in Nashville uh, a week or so ago. Well, I mean, like, I had a you know, like a fling out there when I was out there for a night. And it was just like, I don't know if I could be in a committed relationship because it's like, that's kind of, that lifestyle is just so fun for me. And I just don't know if I could ever get past it. You know, I just love, well, here's, see your pants. Here's my, (laughs) here's my fun advice for you. Keep doing that. Don't look for a relationship. Let it happen naturally. Everyone I've ever come across that's like, I'm desperately trying to get into a relationship. I just want a boyfriend or a girlfriend so badly they repel the opposite sex because there's a desperation coming off where if they just chill out, have some faith that when they, when they meet the right person, they're going to know, just believe that, believe when the right person comes along, I'm going to know. Um, I feel like I'm sounding very like Dr. Yeah, Phil I, the right thing now. Is I'm like totally chill though. Like I'm not like, that's the thing is like that, like that. I have so much fun with that lifestyle. Like I enjoy that, you know? It's just one of those things I realized, like, I kept thinking I needed a relationship because that's what everyone's supposed to do. And it's like, but maybe it's not for everybody, though. So now I'm like, you know, happy that I'm just out, dude, that I'm just out and banging, bro. Dude, good, good on you, man. That's the dream. I'll say this. Go town to friends, town. Her friends were the most chill people ever. Like, we met after a show. And then I was like, do you want to come back to where I'm staying? And she's like, sure. And she told her friends. Her friends were like, yeah, just have her back by 5.30. She's got an early flight. And I was like, this is so laid back. Okay. You know? It's oh, like, so she... It wasn't even a local. She was on vacation too. Yeah. Well, you were working. You weren't on vacation. But yeah, oh, that's pretty... See? I was on vacation that's... though. I mean, that was like... Yeah. That's almost like a Vegas situation where you, the people are out there knowing I'm here to, to, to get some and then I'm bouncing. You yeah. Know? That's what so you gotta play that STD roulette. <laughs> yeah, and it landed on double zeros, so nothing came across. I've never, dude. I, you know what's funny? I had COVID. Uh, what two weeks ago? I was bummed I couldn't be on your St. Patrick's Day podcast. But um, uh, so I had COVID. What was I gonna, oh, I have a. See, I think I still have brain fog too. But um, I um. Uh, what the fuck am I trying to say? Here? 
Yeah. You were saying you had COVID. Oh, and yeah. So STDs what's crazy too. is that with how reckless. It's so weird now realizing there's a child in the room as I'm saying this, right, too. But, but he can't hear you. Okay. Uh, with COVID, I'm not surprised I got it because, like, I, I'm more surprised that I haven't gotten an STD. Like, that's crazy. I've been so I've been as reckless with masks and condoms equally during this time. You know what I mean? But I've never had yeah. an STD in my life. And it's kind of crazy. I really should have by now. So getting you, COVID, yeah, I COVID would, was just I would have guessed you would have had one by now. Just to... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hey, buddy, I'm in the middle of talking about something really funny right now. I was, about to make, I was about to make a really funny point. Then in my brain, I'm like, this point is going to be a great clip to share on social media to promote the podcast. And here you are. Would you stop? Please, I'll play with you in 10 minutes. I'm gonna, we're going to be done in 10 minutes. Do you want to pause right? or no? No. I can't pause really i could just stop what i'm doing and then i have to go back and edit unfortunately that's what i'm doing with it. please be quiet or something you're going to bed you're gonna go right back to bed no here go lay down you got all these toys dude i bought you these toys so i get to ignore you you understand no i'm kidding i don't mean it like that everyone listening uh, just just chill there for another couple minutes um so no you know it's funny to me that you know you're out there having fun as a single man and as you should joe don't let anyone feel make you feel bad for enjoying yourself. It would be funny because you talked about how you're very protective. You wear the mask. You wear the rubber. I would love there. I want to meet someone who's like, is there still a dude out there who's like, oh, I'll wear a mask because, you know, I care about others. But I'm not no, putting on a goddamn condom, you know? Just, like, I draw the line there. All right? In a weird way, though, it's a, it's, it's a similar, like, the similar reason. It's like, ah, it just feels better without it. Whether it's breathing or fucking, it's like, ah. I just don't want to wear it because it feels better without it. You know, you understand. So, like, that's why people don't want to wear a mask when they go to a grocery store. It's the exact same reason they want to come inside someone, you know? Yeah, exactly the same thing. <laughs> Do you think there's a, a couple out there, or, like, a, not a couple because when you're a couple, it's different. But you think there's, like, a one-night stand out there where the woman is like, keep your mask on, but let's get rid of this thing, you know? <laughs> like, well, if they're religious, sure. Sure, yeah. Or maybe in her head, she's like, penicillin will get rid of anything you could possibly give me, most likely. Yeah. But I don't know how my body's going to react, react to COVID. She might be thinking, hey, my lungs might not be able to handle COVID. But, you know, a little syphilis, I can handle a little syphilis. Well, there's a cure for that. There's not necessarily... Dude, I still wonder if I'm having, like, weird... Because my brain is... I mean, obviously, I'm hungover, too. But, like... And maybe it's just a social isolation too, like not being around people. Like I hung out with friends last night, but when they first came over last night, I was like, whoa, okay, let me take a second to be present. Sunday I hung out with, you know, Nolan at Galway, but it still is like, it's almost like you're getting your social bearings back about conversation works. I truly was just by myself for a week. And despite how easy it is compared to like the Spanish flu time, like I was watching Deadwood the whole time. So it's not like... I'm struggling necessarily, which by the way, that show fucking is great. Deadwood rules. And Deadwood's uh, pretty good. Yeah. I like Deadwood. It's, it's really good. Also, I'm going through withdrawals and no basketball games on. That's hard dude. when the tournament goes away that first weekend when it's sports all day, all night. And then that, then when it's not there, it's just like something fun to have on in the background. And now you're like, Oh fuck. Well, it's just the news now. Like, yeah, no, it's a fun time of year. The weather starts to turn a little bit. It starts to get a little bit like, oh, here we go, baby. Nice weather's coming. You can drink outside. Basketball games are on. There's something, you know, St. Patrick's Day right there. 
I know what you mean, though, man. There's some social norms that are happening again as the world's starting to open back up, or our world's starting to open back up. That's taken me a minute or two to be like, wait, I was at a wake, sadly. It was a great wake. Um, uh, rest in peace, Andrew Benetti. He uh, was a diehard Cubs fan, a guy I used to play poker with all the time. And um, Joe and I are talking about getting a poker game together. Yeah. We'll video it for Patreon. Also, saying, and, it, um, saying it was a great a wake little... is like the most Irish thing you can say. I feel like that is is a great wake. It's definitely like, I feel well, like that's the Irish I mean, side of it, you know, my family was, for sure. Yeah. I mean, his name is Benetti, so he's not Irish. But he um, he was a big Cubs fan, so he encouraged. And he, he'd been sick for a while. He had stage four cancer, so he was in the hospital. He knew it was coming. You know, it's just very sad, um, of course. So he was sad. But I mean, like, a great wake in the sense that, like, a good turnout. I don't know what people say. But, um, you know, people wearing masks, of course. And I ran into a couple people I hadn't seen in forever. And they put the, the one that I shook hands with because I feel like if it's someone older than me and they go for the handshake in my brain, I'm like, all right, you got to do this. Just get the hand sanitizer out and just do that, you know. But if, if you're younger than me and you're going for the handshake – I literally, I was like, what year do you think this is, pal? I'm not shaking your hand. We'll do the fist pound and then let's move on. But it was cool because he was a diehard Cubs fan, so everyone wore Cubs stuff. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's cool for a wake, right? Yeah. yeah I like that. It's, uh, it's different. It's Dude, the the handshake thing is weird when people get offended if you do the fist – like the fact that they're not respectful if you want to do a fist pump. It's like very strange if someone be like, yeah, man, if it's – we know, we know fist pump is fine. Why is a handshake any better or worse than that, you know? Yeah, I'm bringing up Louis C.K. again on this podcast, but he had a great joke about how, like... Well, you got to talk about your heroes. Yeah, you got to talk about your heroes. <laughs> uh, he talked about how in America we have things so good, we make up shit to be pissed off about. And I'm seeing a little bit of that, and now that the world's opening back up, I'm seeing people be like... Uh, if you're going to still wear a mask, you're, you know, after this is all over, you're a fucking bitch and all this shit. And I'm just like, what do you care? Yeah. What do you care what someone else does? What do you care if someone wants to greet you with a fist pound or a handshake or they just want a head nod? Some of this stuff, when you think about it, they, they, it became tradition and we all just blindly accepted it forever. And eventually it won't be tradition anymore because that's the way of the world. There was shit that was tradition for a couple thousand years that we look back on going, that was weird. You know, our founding fathers wore wigs and powdered their face with makeup. We all now think, not all of us, but some of us out there who probably look up to those dudes don't realize that if your friends were doing that now, you'd be like, dude, what are you wearing makeup? Oh, what are you one of those dudes? Like, those, and those same dudes are like, George Washington said. You don't know what the fuck George Washington said, by the way. But like, things change. So I wouldn't be surprised if a couple hundred years from now, people were going to look back going, get this. People would see strangers and put their hand out and grip another person's yeah. hand and go up and down, just spreading all sorts of illness. That's the funny thing about Strange. Deadwood. Deadwood, when they're making a deal, they spit in their hand and then shake hands and watching that during a... So, yeah, man, I want everything to go back in. I think everyone else does, but there are some things where it's like, hey, let's think about other people a little bit there. I saw a dude on Facebook make a post where he he told his boss he had a little fever and his boss was like, you better go home. And he's like, can you believe this shit? And other people were in the comments being like, I would always go to work sick. What are we, are we growing people soft now? And I'm like, what the fuck were you doing going to work sick? You were bragging about infecting your office? Like that's, that's your mindset now? That's the thing I've never understood why that's like a source of pride. So you're, you're supposed to stay home if you're sick so you don't get other people sick. That's the point of having a sick day is to be able to stay away from other folks and also so you can rest instead of being like having a fever working on whatever you're doing and not doing it well because you're 
brain. I mean, like, it's the dumbest thing going into work. I guess if you're it's the perfect attendance award, it's yeah. the perfect attendance award they give to kids, which is like, I understand what they're doing. They're trying to encourage kids to come to school every day. But trust me, there are some kids who got that award one quarter or one semester. I was like, I want that award every year now. And how many times were they showing up and getting everyone else sick? And then other kids were like getting home and getting their grandma sick or something like that. And it's just, I don't know. I just would like to live in a society where when people are sick, you stay home. I never, that never worked on me because I would pretend to be sick all the time to not go to school. I lied about being sick. These losers never saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off, these losers, you know? Oh, the kid, yeah. Hey, man. I think, I don't know if I said this to you or someone else, but uh, there's, uh, I think there's two types of people in this world. There's Ferris Bueller's and there's genies, right? I think the majority of the world is genies who want to fucking be, they want to go into work when they're sick, but they want to rat on you if you take the day off and go to the ball game. Like, I feel like, am I wrong that most of the world is pretty lame? Like, they, they all want to have the, they want everyone to be conformed to the nine to five, like, uh, I don't know if this sounds like I'm trying to be all pretentious, like, oh, they don't get us. But it's more like, even people in the service industry, it's like, there's nothing wrong with that job. They're making more than some of you folks sitting at desks. Like, why do we shun people who want to have a night kind of schedule or whatever, you know? Well, I do. There's so many people who are unhappy with their lives. Instead of doing something about their situation, they want to shun other people's situations as a way to make themselves feel less bad about their situation. Like, look, I love not having a nine to five job, but there are, I, I know people who have nine to fives and they're, they're, they love it. And that's good for them. I would never, as long as you're happy, who cares what you do and don't let other people's view change that for you. Yeah. You know, that's a really weird thing that we all kind of do a lot in society. That's just, um, it's pathetic. You know what I mean? And, and you were saying something kind of interesting there that I'm now losing grip of what it was. I was going to add to it. Um, yeah, I saw like an interesting video. I was going to tag on to that about how, um, I think it's about like this hard work mentality type of thing where, like I said, it goes back to like the perfect attendance. Those people grow up thinking like, I need to show up to work no matter what every single day single day and, and you're talking about like the genies of the world versus the Ferris's of the world. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like I would, if, if I see someone else having fun getting away with it, I'm not going to ruin their fun unless it personally affects me. You know, that's just not well, how I yeah. do things. Unless it's like Dahmer and his way of having fun. If you're murdering people. Yeah, that's different. It's absolutely different. If you're murdering people. Yeah. I'm not going to, I don't really care. Um, be like, eh, you know, different folks, different strokes. You want to fuck dead bodies, need them. Go ahead. Yeah. What well, I mean, so many people. What if Dahmer got to the point of being like, don't kink shame me, all right? Come up and murder people and eat their dead bodies, okay? Well, some people need to be shamed, too. We need to shame some people, you know? Um, but no, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all for, like, you know, people want to work hard at whatever they're into and stuff like that. But it is funny to me, like, the people who have the mindset of, like, oh, I'll never take a day off of work even when I'm sick because I got to work my ass off. I'm like... You know what I mean? If you were smart enough and worked smarter, you would have the type of job where you could take a day off of work and it's not like going to break you. Okay. This, yeah. this whole hustle culture we got going on, we got to hustle. I mean, look, I believe in hustling. I'm trying to tell people that ask me stuff. Like I go post every day, build as much content as possible. Well, your own way. But I also tell people, Hey, if it's driving you nuts, take a week off, take a break. I didn't post any videos on YouTube this past week. I wish I would have. I got a little busy. Numbers got down a little bit. But you got to just accept that. You got to accept that that's, you know, everyone needs a day off here or there. And I hope we could go back to at least when things do get close to normal where someone's like, oh, I'm sick. 
maybe I shouldn't go around a bunch of other people then. Maybe that's an yeah. asshole move. And maybe I should stay at home and get some rest. That way, when I go back to work, I'm more productive. You know, I think that's what I was going with there. Um, yeah. Anyway, Joe, I'm going to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say I'm going to wrap up this podcast. But what were you going to add? Oh, just like COVID, by the way, does make it like worse than any. I, I think I had it twice. But I think I had it last year, too. It felt exactly the same as when I was sick last year. It's fucking it's no joke, though, man. It is. Uh, it's a it's a have you, ha you haven't had it. right? No, I've not had. Well, I thought I had it at the beginning of it, which maybe I did. But they said it was influenza A. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to go back to being a dad in a second. Otherwise, I'm sorry from cutting this podcast abruptly. We're having a great conversation, uh, Joe. Uh, do you remember what I texted you before the podcast started? No. Did you get the text? I said you should look up funny ways to say you got to take a pee. When did you send that? Uh, you didn't see it? All right, whatever, man. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, it didn't show up. Maybe I didn't text it then. I don't know. I thought I did. Uh, I'll save it for another one. I'm going to have you on the podcast. I'm going to do a bonus one where I have you and someone else on where we shoot the shit for like half an hour. So everyone, okay. uh, subscribe, to the, subscribe to the Patreon to check out Joe Fernandez on that. Also, follow Joe Fernandez on TikTok. He's got some really good stuff that they just keep taking down for whatever stupid-ass reasons they got going yeah. on. Um, other than that, man, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I appreciate yeah, man. your patience. This was a lot of fun, and I'll see you out there at a comedy club uh, soon, my man. Yeah, man. Sounds good. All right. See you, buddy. Bye.